0: Sometimes you get something back and you're like, oh, man, that's actually pretty good. That's really good. And then sometimes it's it's not. You still, again, we still
1: need humans. Your mileage may vary. Yeah, that's Um... right.
0: Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Branded Merch Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kirby Hossman. Joining me today, he used to call me this, I'm going to call him this, he's the good time player man, Bill Petrie from
1: Brand of A, man. How you doing, buddy? Doing great. I don't think I've ever been called the good time player man, <laughs> so that's an honor, and I will accept uh, graciously. Okay,
0: cool, cool. Well, hey,
1: if you this is your first time listening, the Branded Merch Podcast is the
0: definitive podcast for marketing professionals who want to level up their game not only in marketing but in the mm-hmm. branded merch uh, style things. Bill b- joins me each and every time on this and I really appreciate him taking the time and the way we do it is each time Bill brings up a marketing topic of his choice and then I bring up a branded merch topic. And so Bill, let's jump right into it buddy what what do you what do you have for
1: us this week? Well, before I do, if I may say, this is always brought to you by the good people at Hossman Marketing. So, (laughs) thank you, Hassman Marketing, for sponsoring this fine broadcast. So, we've been hearing a lot about Chat GPT, uh, specifically as it relates to uh, artificial intelligence or AI infiltrating uh, the marketing space, the workspace. So, we hear a lot about it. Some people have fiddled around with it. I don't know if you have, Kirby.
0: Mm -hmm. A little bit.
1: But there's a lot of okay so what do i do with it you know it's a little it isn't it just like a search engine isn't it just and it's and it's different than that and so i thought i'd come up i came up with five ways chat gpt can help you with your marketing efforts especially if you're a small to medium-sized business now let me be clear chat gpt is very much still in beta and it's very restricted in terms of what it can share and not everything is accurate. Yes. Let me be real clear on that. So you want We've, to, we've run it. We've that learned that. that. Yeah, We've learned that. So it's not accurate. So you want to be very specific. So AI is not poised to take over the world. It's still very much a garbage in, garbage out situation. So it's what you put in there is is going to determine what you get out of it. So let's just run through these real quick. Number one, it can absolutely help you generate some copy for marketing assets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, For example, I have used it for subject lines for emails. It's a great way to come up with a catchy, clever, maybe it's sarcastic, whatever your brand voice is, you can do that. So the prompts might be, for example, and I'm going to give prompts uh, where I can to kind of help people uh, know Mm -hmm. what to do. Love that. Might be write a promotional email for 25% off whatever service it is. For the month of October, and it Love will it. come up with a couple different options for you. And what has what's been useful for me, I very rarely, in fact, I can't think of one time where I've oh that's perfect. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, okay, that's a great idea. And then I take it from there and tweak it to where it works. So number one, generate copy for your marketing assets.
0: Yeah, and I it's, I think that's one of the most efficient ways we've used it. So Dustin and, and, and I will post for other brands. And I think one Mm -hmm. of the challenges you run into is like, Oh gosh, each time you're trying to find that voice and trying to find, I don't want to say at the same time, the way, as I said it last time. And it's exactly that it's a great jumping off point to go, Oh, I like that, but could I then add some human tonality to it and, and, uh, kind of up it, but it's a great place to get. I, I like that a lot.
1: It's a great building block, and then you can humanize it however you want. Number two, uh, give you some marketing tool recommendations. For example, you could ask, "What's the best free keyword research tools for small businesses?" Hmm, So it'll help you find some places where you can get additional data. You know, one of the things that's that's uh, I think we've all learned with Google, and we learned or, or any search engine really, I should say, any search engine is the more specific you are, the better your results are. And so by using something like this, it'll help you use Google more efficiently as well and find those research tools for small businesses.
0: Yeah, and I think um, what's interesting is it, and this is the part that I think is going to take some us getting used to, is like when you search Google, it gives you a breadth of options, right? A lot of times using AI, it gives you an option. Right,
1: correct. Which which makes branding even
0: more important than it's
1: ever been before. So, correct. And it's it's conversational. It's trying to be conversational. Yeah, super. Uh, Number three, content ideation. Now, let me. This comes with a gigantic warning. Okay, do not ask Chat GPT to write you a blog. It (laughs) will sound like a computer. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. For sure. Do not do that. But you can say. Give it give it some input like your type of business, your target audience, and three ways your service might impact them in a better way. And it'll give you some ideas to help you write that blog. Yeah. It'll give you um, you could uh explain, ask it to explain. Let's say you want to write a a, a blog or explain how Google SEO works. Ask ChatGPT, explain how Google SEO works. And it does a very good job of taking the, the uh, scientific part out of it and really make it in layman's terms so you can understand what SEO does, what it means, and how you can leverage it to grow your business.
0: Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And again, I think it, and, and the reality of it is it's going to get better. But about, you know, writing blogs and stuff like that. Sure. But I think for us, and again, I think that your list is... is Super well thought out. But for us, what we've used it for is when we're like, okay, we want to, it's a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. Right. Like and absolutely when you can be specific about what you're asking it, then sometimes you get something back and you're like, oh man, that's actually pretty good. That's really good. And then sometimes absolutely. it's it's
1: not. You still again, we Correct. still need humans. Your mileage may vary. Yeah, that's um, right. <laughs> all right, last two shortcuts and formulas. I love Excel. I'm terrible at writing formulas. I mm. can't do it to save my life. So you can ask Chat GPT write an Excel formula uh, for percent increases over four quarters, mm-hmm. and it will give it to you. You can copy and paste it. It's brilliant. Okay. Um, now, now is it dumbing down society a little bit? Probably so, but you know, I don't think my kids could read a map right now, an actual map, to save their life. Yeah. To, in and, and plot directions out. But it's reality. And so you might as well use it to your advantage. It's not going away. Your your lack of adoption will not make it disappear.
0: Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I, I had not thought about the whole Excel thing. And what I would say is, I don't know if that's even dubbing down technology, I think, or dubbing down humanity. I would say no, it's leveraging it. It is exactly right. And I would say that that's not a skill I use every day. Like if I were right. doing Excel formulas every day, I would be better at it. But the fact is right. that I can just tap into it and copy and paste it. It, it, it I love that. I think that's a great enhancement.
1: And I, like, I think you made a great point. It's not part of my everyday existence to write code and formulas. Yeah. I don't want to do that. I would have somebody else do that for me. Yeah. It's the same as I can add, but I like using a calculator a lot more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, last one. Use it to generate a customer survey. You can ask it... Um, I'd like to create a survey for customers who attended a large trade show in the plumbing industry or whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And it will generate good questions for you to get feedback. Again, Mm -hmm. might have to tweak it a little bit, but again, it's a great time saver and it's a great way to use AI um, to, in chat GPT specifically to help you be more efficient. and, And it actually helps you connect more with your customers. If you really think about what we're talking about here, we're talking about the life cycle of an entire sale so when you're you want that feedback it's a great tool to do that
0: yeah i think if if i'm taking one theme away from this is it is a great jumping off point for creating the things in your business you know you need to create but you Correct. will still need to most of the time put your own touch on it put your own voice on it um and make it more human
1: yeah it does not have it has not, let me try uh, the way exactly I want to put it. it has. Chat GPT has not displayed an ability to take, have different voices. You touched on that earlier and I have the mm-hmm. same, same challenge with it. It's a singular voice. So chat GPT is designed and programmed to respond in a conversational manner as if you're talking to one person. Now that person has access at a snap of a finger to every bit of information available, Right. but it's still one voice and it's still very robotic, pun not intended, although it should have been. It's still very robotic in terms of of how it it comes across at times.
0: Dude, this is great. I I love these, Bill. Thank you for uh, bringing this up. because, Because again, I think it's one of those where It's really easy when something like this happens that you're like, I'm just going to stick my head in the sand a little bit. And I think for those people who are hopefully listening to this podcast are the ones who want to lean into it and become
1: the leaders in it. Yeah, if I can say one last thing, AI and chat GPT will not replace you. But if you stick your head in the sand, there's a good chance it will. If you learn it, use it, understand how to leverage it. It's another tool in your toolbox, folks. It's yeah. another tool in your toolbox.
0: That's a great topic, dude. I love that. Thank you so All much. Right. That's super timely. You bet. Um, okay, so You've got my a topic turn. now. You've got I do. a topic. I want to talk branded merch. And so um, we haven't talked about this on this podcast. We've talked about mm-hmm. on other podcasts. But you yeah. are a part of an organization called Promocations. And you Correct. just had your first event, the Promo Cruise, a week or so ago, um, where you put... Um, two sides of an industry together on a, a cruise ship and sailed around. You had the, you certainly had the business side of things, but you did the, you took networking to another level, at least in in our industry. Um, and it was amazing. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about was your merch kit. So yes. obviously we are in the branded merch uh, industry mm-hmm. And so I really wanted to kind of go to the, the source here and talk to you yeah. about what you did, why you did it, and, and you uh, know, maybe what lessons that could be taken away from it. So, and we can go through this pretty quickly, but sure. So in advance of the event, mm-hmm. uh, you set uh, this amazing box. I did a video about it um, where did. it was filled with different merch. So I guess I'd start with why, why did you decide that you wanted to do a merch kit Um Why was that
1: important? Well, and thank you for asking. And thank you for being part of the promo cruise. Um, My business partner and I, Josh Robbins, uh, just we we were so thrilled at how it went. One of the reasons we decided to do what we called a pre-sailing merch kit. If you've ever been on a cruise, um, you know, you got to get there in, in, in your packing. And the last thing we wanted was to have people Need to bring extra suitcases or plan for extra room for a lot of things. Mm. Um, So that was one of the reasons. But the real reason was we wanted to get people excited about going. You know, one of the things that a tangible, I can touch it, I can feel it, I can open it, I can see it mailer is it makes things real, takes an idea or something that kind of exists and it makes it reality. So we knew that a bright blue box with our logo on it would build, it, it's not a brown box. It was a blue box and it mm-hmm. stood out. That's the first thing. Hopefully everybody opened. I don't care what bills in there. I don't care. <laughs> That's what I'm opening. And and then we worked with our suppliers to cultivate a very thoughtful merchandise kit, merch kit that for things they could bring with them if they wanted yeah. to on the cruise, a dry bag for days at the beach, uh, lip balm, uh, lanyards, T-shirts, sweatshirts—all these things we wanted to make sure people had if they wanted to bring them. And I got to tell you, it worked exceptionally well. Mm-hmm. I think you would have to answer—I guess—better than I—I I could. But I think that was our goal: let's create excitement five days before the cruise. Yeah, yeah. And what was it? Was the timing about that? Was it about five a week week before the cruise? Is that when they went out? That—that that was the goal. About five, about seven to ten days. I'm sorry, uh, ten to five days before the event. We wanted people to get them. Yeah. Um, no expectation, no ask. We didn't ask people to do an unboxing. That was important to us. There was. It was. This is for you. You yeah. want to put it on social media? I, I will be happy, and I'm not <laughs> going to stop you. Yeah. But I'm also not going to ask you. This is something we want you to have, and our supplier partners wanted people to have.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things I would say as someone who received it, I loved that Like there were luggage tags. There was actually a um, a luggage strap, which I, I hadn't seen before. Right. Um, and what was funny to me was, you know, you got a bunch of people in our industry who are sort of jaded to it. And not only were the distributors excited, but suppliers were excited and wanted a, a piece of it too. And so that was really good. Um, so I guess my question is, you know, did, did it have, right. What was the effect? What was the, from from so, your sense? What was the effect of the the, the in advance merch kit?
1: Yeah, so the the effect with again, we wanted people to get excited. Um, I I would change one thing. We had intentionally staggered out for distributors who generally get these things yeah. to get their boxes first, and then suppliers who generally are providing the stuff. They don't get it usually. Yeah, get their box a few days later. I would have sent it out all at once. When we do it again, everybody's just going out at once. We're not staggering it. Um, because all of a sudden, we unintentionally created FOMO for half the group of people who are going on the promo cruise. That wasn't our intention. I yeah. wanted everybody to be excited. So it was it, it rectified itself a day or two later. It was not a big deal. but um, So the intended effect, I think so. And what was great about it is people packed and brought a lot of that stuff. Yeah. right you saw the luggage tags everywhere you saw the uh luggage straps which you know those things i mean it's hard to find the stain, your standard issue gray suitcase among everybody else's standard issue gray suitcases made it very easy to find yeah the uh, the shirts everybody wore the shirts yeah um and, and so I, the effect i think it had was even further reaching than we realized yeah and what we heard from people was that made it so much more exciting to pack. Nobody who likes packing, packing, yeah. but it made it so them so much more excited to pack, and it made it real to them. Okay, this is really happening. I'm actually getting on a boat here. Right? Yeah. Days. That was exactly
0: right. The other unintended con- uh, uh, consequence of this that you and I've talked about this is when we like there was t-shirts, there were hats,
1: yeah, and they were pretty distinctive. So yes. talk
0: about sort of that piece once we were on the boat.
1: Yeah, so part of uh, the the merch kit and 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 80% of it was delivered at home and mm-hmm. then the remaining 20% we held back and gave to people at check-in. Again, wanted people when they checked into the event to get a little something, just a li- just a little something else. A little little purple goldfish as our friend Stan Phelps might say, a yeah, little yeah. lane yap. A little unexpected something extra. Um, but we were very intentional that we wanted the T-shirts to be white. Um, feels very summery, white T-shirt. and had a very bold design, a lot of colors on it. And then uh, a, a white hat that went with it that had a slightly different design, but same colors. And uh, it was pretty amazing when you, you go on a cruise ship, and the cruise ship we were on was about 3,500, could, could hold 3,500 passengers. I don't believe the cruise ship was sold out. I think it was around 3,000 We had about 55 people on that boat and it looked like we took over. I cannot tell you how many times I know Kirby was stopped. I was stopped. Several other people were stopped. Who are you people? How many, did you bring 600 people on board the ship? And what you had said earlier is, you know, you maybe finished eating breakfast because you get up early, maybe went for a run. You kind of look around. Do I see any white hats around here? Any white t-shirts? Okay. There's one. So it created this sense of community. It's like, it's like we are this gang that took yeah. over the ship. Um so it was very intentional that we had white on white. Yes. Yeah, that's cool. Well dude, I guess you had mentioned
0: one of the things that you'll do differently next time. I'm and this is I'm springing this on you. So yeah. is there anything else when it comes to the merch that you would do yes.
1: differently or that you were proud of either side? Um I I think what we would do what we do, I don't think there's a lot we do differently. Obviously, different merch, because yeah. there might be some different suppliers on there, and there might be some repeat people on, on the next cruise. Yeah. I think the one thing we do differently is make sure we send it all out together. Yep. I think the what and, and we'd also communicate, we have something for you at the hotel. We didn't do that. Okay. Um, like so that. a lot of people were surprised that they got something else. Um, for example, there, were, there was, in the merch kit, the pre-sale merch kit, there was one gray dry bag most people packed that Yep. and then when they showed up for the event and they checked in we gave them another dry bag because everybody got two with some things tucked into their hats and some some sweater sweatshirts and i heard from a lot of people i wouldn't have packed my dry bag had i known i gotten another one yeah getting another one not upset i mean it doesn't take up that much room but point taken yeah um point taken so you know, I don't know how we're going to balance out. Oh, great. There's a surprise something at the end. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how we'll balance that out. Yeah. Um, I think but I, we need to think about that. I'm not sure what will change on that, but we might. Yeah. Um, and I think making sure that I, I think we're going to do a little more math this time and try to ship it out where everybody gets theirs on the same day. Yeah. Um, you know, so if if someone's on the West Coast, we send it today. If someone's in this zone, we send it this day. Boy, that's a lot of logistics. But you know what? If we could do that, when everybody got, you know, of course things happen with, with shipping companies. But if we could do that, I think that'd be pretty cool. Again, one of the things I think that made our event so so successful was small details. And And there's a guy named uh, Anthony Melichori who I'm a big fan of. He actually was on a show called Hotel Impossible. Mm, Yeah. And his mantra is, don't sweat the small details, obsess over them. And Mm -hmm. I absolutely have adopted that. That's part of me and what we do. So I will obsess over that merch kit. So will Josh. And we'll figure out how to make it just a little bit better next time. It's cool. I don't have a clear answer. That's just me talking to Phil's time. No, that's good.
0: There. I appreciate you you kind of talking about it, because I think this is one of those things that when done right, it can really enhance the an overall event where you're spending all this money and all this time on an event. Yeah. And these simple details
1: can make a big difference. So thanks for sharing. Well, it, appreciate it. And one of the details that was important, too, is when you opened the box, the inside of the lid had a list of all the participating suppliers and the product that they supplied. Yeah. So it gave the suppliers who are paying the money for that merchandise... Yeah. It gave them the opportunity. Okay, this is what we did. Check out the decoration. And I can tell you, that's how orders happen. That's how relationships are built in the promotional products industry and the branded merch industry. So again, small details make such a giant difference. Cool, man. Well, thanks
0: for for sharing the story. And thank you for listening to the Brandon Merch podcast once again. Uh, again, this is the definitive podcast for those who want to level up in the marketing space. And as always, if you want to, you can head to hostmanmarketing.com, get our book, and get our new Target Marketing Playbook. Both of those are free, so you can check those out as well.
1: So Bill, thanks, man. Appreciate you Thank doing this. Thank you. Us. All right. Appreciate we'll see it you next all time. time. Pick up that, pick up that target marketing playbook. It's really good, folks.